is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? trying to cancel Christmas time Neil Diamond <laughs> won't let him I'm here to save Christmas Day They're gonna try to not say Merry Christmas Look them in their eyes say F you Merry Christmas Yeah! <laughs> it's yeah. Neil Diamond's Christmas Spectacular <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I was so hoping Neil would show up for Christmas. It's like a Christmas wish for me every year. Well, here I Neil am. Show up. You got your well, wish, Well, Neil, baby. you can cover Hanukkah and Christmas for us. That's right. People do. I am known as the Jewish Elvis. It's very true. <laughs> Speaking of, how's this, Neil? I'm not going to touch Hamas, though, or hummus, as Trump calls it. <laughs> I'm not touching that subject. Not with a... Thirty-nine and a half foot pole. I'm a funny one, Mr. Diamond. <laughs> How are you boys doing? Merry Christmas. We're doing pretty good. How are you doing? Tell you what, me and Rosalita have been feeling the spirit. We are in the mood, boys. Loving it. Loving the spirit. We got multiple trees up here. Uh, presents everywhere. I, it's the most wonderful time of the year. What am I talking about? It's magic, and you know how I love magic, boys. Oh, we all know how you feel about I magic. If you need to know anything about Neil Diamond, first off, by God, I love magic. I love being around <laughs> it. And I'm not talking about Penn and Teller. I love those boys. But I'm talking about the magic of folks getting together and creating something. And you boys do it just as like everybody else does it. I'm not going to say it's good. Just like everybody else's opinion. <laughs> but it's magic nonetheless. I would like to say I'm also here, Joe. Hey, it's Joe. This is Welcome to 2021. Also, no, it's Jill and Bob Dylan. If you're listening on the radio, I don't know who's listening out there. I get messages uh, from some folks every once in a while. But uh, Merry Christmas. It, uh, it is the Christmas, uh, Christmas day, Christmas evening. You're all filled with uh, cranberry sauce. Is that a thing? People still eating cranberry sauce? I don't know. I do. Uh, I think as long as it comes out of a can. Yes. Not the Gordon Ramsay uh, special cranberry sauce I keep seeing in my Google feed for some reason. I don't hmm. like cranberry sauce, Google. Leave me alone. Not my thing. But uh, yes, Merry Christmas. Uh, with us, as always, is the good man, the good, l- the learned man. I don't know how good he is. <laughs> the learned man, <laughs> Doc, Doc Warridge. And Depends on the context, right, Doc? And the it's shark. all about context. Context. I've heard that word a lot here recently. Um, something about a threesome, about somebody that was like morally upright, had a threesome. I don't know. Anything oh, like I know that. who it is. It's uh, <laughs> one of the women who's in charge of the Mothers for Liberty that have been banning books because of their sexual content and everything. And you can't say gay and all that stuff. Oh, she yes. was caught in a male, female, female threesome with her husband. Ah, yes. Well, she should yeah. be drug and burned. Actually, I th- there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Fuck, F whoever you want to. Just don't tell me who to F. 
And there right. you go. That's uh, a pretty. Is that ironic, boys? Or people are always getting the uh, word ironic. <laughs> getting. I, I think it's hypocrisy. Is that yeah, the irony? Sort of thing. Oh, okay. Hypocrisy. I, I, I don't. As most Americans, I don't register with that word. I don't know what that means. Jesus, you'll be a god soon. Soon, you'll be my lord. That was a little ditty for Jesus. It's called Jesus. You'll be a, you'll be a god soon. Tarantino's was gonna use that in the movie Pulp Fiction. He wanted the regular version instead. Is big mistake. Could you imagine if it was that song while uh, Uma Thurman's dancing around, get overdosing on <laughs> sweet heroin? Could you imagine that? <laughs> I can, but I'm gonna tell you this. This is when I know it's Christmas. Oh yeah, must be Santa. Bobby Dean. Santa's got a beard that's all in white. Santa's coming around a special night. Beard that's white. Must be Santa. Must be Santa. Must be Santa. Santa Claus. You know and you know what, Mr. Diamond? I knew I could play that and you would be okay with it not being one of your songs because you know... You're a legend. You're, you're not upstaged by you. No one can upstage you. I'm a Tin Pan Alley legend, and I'm totally secure. <laughs> there it is. There my it is. Conf- I got so much confidence in myself. I wouldn't be mistaken. I, I would be shocked if I didn't find out I wrote that song. <laughs> I probably did. <laughs> I wrote so now, Shark, you spent a lot of time playing on Tin Pan, Pan Alley. What was your experience there? <laughs> yeah. I bet his is more like that Stevie Ray yeah, experience. Shark, you've played, Shark, you're the man of a million bands. You've played well, everywhere. I mean, you're talking about the, the bowling alley in Duquoin, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I, it's a pretty nice place. Movie. I've always had a good experience there. Engaged crowd, you know, pays decent. I, you know, that, that, you yeah, do have to time it up. You have to time your songs around um, the, 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 the pins sometime getting knocked down. Like you can... <laughs> oh no 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 no! Last like time a, I played there, I was still using a Marshall. So no, no. Oh, see, I no, try to get the, no concern I, uh, about bowling. About I like the drummer <laughs> to get in rhythm with the bowlers. You know what I said? So I, I we like sitting there. We do, a real, we do like a real jazz thing. You know, like we're we're smart musicians. So we like. You're I was gonna say, I think they bowl about thirty six <laughs> beats per minute, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And we just we just get in. The, and what happens is we turn the audience into a band member, man. And the audience becomes the band. They don't even realize it, but we're basing the music off what they're doing. I actually had to see some Jack A. <laughs> Tell me this is a live thing one time. And I was like, am I the only person looking around at everybody else like this guy's a piece of shit? <laughs> and there are people like, dude, could you believe it? He turned our silence and our just talking into part of the song. I'm like, no, he didn't. He just started playing what he always plays you at. <laughs> and then he told you some garbage, and you were like, oh, dude, yeah. I believe you. Not that clever. <laughs> the film about the film is the film. <laughs> Easy, Abed. <laughs> 
You know, there's nothing quite like Christmas season for me to really think about how much we all are indebted and happy to have Neil Diamond in our lives. Thanks, True. boys. Thank you so much, boys. Here's one I've been working on. The OnlyFans. By the way, my OnlyFans, I've had a price drop for Christmas, 50% off. All the way to New Year's, you'll get 50% off my OnlyFans count. Come check it out. Me and Rosalita doing wild stuff. I'm still doing mini ball drops today. I'm working on Christmas. Speaking of which, we, we, wanted to get, we wanted to get your reaction to the rumor that uh, Dick Clark's estate was trying to patent the term ball drop. Oh, my. No. No. I told Rosalita months ago we had to patent pin that guy. Bless America. Why would you tell well, me this on Christmas? Why would you tell me this on Christmas Day? Are you a ghost? <laughs> Are you a ghost of Christmas? Oh, don't past? say that word. Don't say that word. <laughs> we can't summon. Probably. We don't want to summon anybody. <laughs> Are you wearing robes and clinking chains? Clang, clang, clang. He's no, wearing, no, 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 no. He smells like Socks and boxers. Dust. It must just be a bit of fish I ate. <laughs> you know, before we came on air. <laughs> it must be a bit of bad fish I ate. That's all. Why did you eat fish? A good question. I'm nowhere near the coast. It's <laughs> but fish I had and a Scrooge I be. Tell me, young boy, what day is it? <laughs> Why, it's Christmas Day, sir. <laughs> it's not too late. It's not too late. Go buy the fattest goose you find. Who's, who's open on Christmas Day selling geese, you rich a-hole? Let the I want to know who had the, who had the stones to go capture a goose, you know what I mean, to sell it. Those things are mean. That's true. Those well, I got, I got 20 bucks that Scrooge owned every business in town, so it's just another one of his businesses where he's exploiting poor people That's what and I'm making saying. work on Christmas. He's making the purple work at the goose-killing goose place. They're working on Christmas Day. He's making sure the local goosemongers in business on Christmas. <laughs> we got mallets. Boy, keep we your got barrel long bills. We got wet beaks. We got... <laughs> I think if you look up the name of the goose vendor... His name is, uh, I can't pronounce it, but it's B-E-Z-O-S. What was that? B-E-Z-O-S. Oh, yes, that sounds about right. I think it's Basis, the goose seller. Yes. Well, he sells a lot of things these days. I'm not surprised. Uh, we're looking into getting some geese here in the house. Some, some Christmas geese. What? <laughs> Are you going to have the 12 days of Christmas in your house yes, with all the birds? <laughs> yep. We're doing it. <laughs> a bunch of birds. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Christmas is for the birds, they say. Um, hey what the heck? What the heck? Hey. hey, speaking of Christmas, what do you think of this song, Eastwood? Oh, let me hear it. This is Neil. I don't like it too funky. I know it's because because I have been listening. Uh, like I said earlier, I've been listening to this album. Yeah, that's why I turned it's it great. on. I googled, yeah. the, I googled the stacks Christmas, and there's all kinds. <laughs> yeah, Albert's, of just Albert's awesome great. Stuff. Otis is just killing it. 
Uh, yeah, sta- staple I'm singers just, I was shocked it. how good now, it is. Now, the Staple yep, Singers might have been ahead of their time. They had a song called, <laughs> Who Took the Mary Out of Christmas? <laughs> I saw that. No, that's the song. It really is. Yes, it is. And it's, it's, I mean, it's the Staple Singers, so it's not bad. It's obviously sung well and, and, and catchy. But, uh, yes, Who Took the Mary? And then they say, They Forgot About Mary Child. <laughs> hey shark on this album booker t and the mgs from 66 do winter wonderland nice yeah it really is a solid album i've added it to the freshmas playlist so uh oh we'll get to hear it yes we will usually get to hear it all now you guys don't do the uh robbie i know you're anti-spotify and i'm a I, i understand why you are um but I'm, I, I, I subscribe. I like the, the idea of it, and it's the best service I have because I don't have Apple phone. Otherwise, I'd probably just have iTunes or Apple Music. But anyway, um, it does the, uh, the wrapped. It gives you your year-end wrap at the end of the year. And I've read that most people are too embarrassed to put their to post, to pass, to post their wrapped on their social media. <laughs> I was, yeah, that makes I was, sense. I was proud of my rap. I, I, I really wish people would put the rap out there, uh, even if it is like, what are they embarrassed of? What do you think it's like pop songs that they think they shouldn't be listening to or something? Like, what, what could possibly be embarrassing on your rap playlist? Well, I don't get why you care what other people think of your music. Well, list. Yeah, well, I, no, I mean I'm dead serious. Like, um, uh. I have purchased records that I mean I'm telling you when I'm in a like a cell you know on Facebook you know like in a thing and you buy it mm-hmm. people will start trying to break your balls about it and usually someone will come in pretty quick and be like dude it's none of your business what people want to buy like leave me alone yeah, right? you yeah. know what I mean like you know go to hell yeah <laughs> so I I don't know why unless unless they're listening to some. You know, some, hate, some hate dirty country? rap songs or something. Oh, I, bet, I bet the record groups are brutal. You're like, hey, has anybody heard, you know, if they're going to release blah, blah, blah? And somebody's like, why would you ever listen to blah, blah, blah? You know what I mean? It's like... Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah, I have seen it so much. Uh, I'll give you an example. Last night, I was in a record, uh, record one, and I ended up getting um, a Grateful Dead OG press of American Beauty. Now, I have a couple oh, great copies, great. but, I mean, this is... OG, it's the um, uh, olive green label, everything. It's just my favorite dead album. I don't care. Guess when you got sex robot money, you can afford stuff like that. That's right. But you know what I bought last night? And I guarantee I'm going to catch shit from you guys. You guys are going to break your rule here. Uh oh. But I bought this because the sex robots robots like this album. And it is. New Kids on the Block, Hanging Tough, OG. I'm not, <laughs> That's right. I'm not shocked. I bought it. I bought it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can see And you know that we're hanging tough. Damn. We're I mean, rough. Oh, yeah. My wife would love and it. And somehow, right. you know what? Buying old bad music is somehow, you know, less worse than buying current bad music. So well, I'm going to give you a pass. It's very true. I just bought, I don't want to tell you how much money I just spent on a Warriors Blu-ray. <laughs> like the movie The Warriors. Come out, Come and play. out and play uh, for, a, for an Arrow release. <laughs> I was just like, how much? I, I don't care. <laughs> I would never pay that for a brand new movie. 
That's not true. I bought the Irishman Criterion Collection, and it was stupid. Hey, man, I tracked down Pump Up the Volume on Blu-ray, and it cost a little bit more yes. money than it should have. Yes. But I, I watched that Last movie. time I watched the, Ir- the Irishman, I did it like where somebody bootlegged it on YouTube, and it was just a bunch of clips thrown together. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. It's great. And you watched it on your phone in yeah. six oh, minutes? Of course. I spent, oh, yeah. uh, I spent insane money saw, on a DVD of 200 cigarettes. Uh, for my wife, so. Oh, I bet you did. Yeah. No, seriously, I bet you did yeah. pay a lot for that. <laughs> I saw a. I I talking of sharks edit of the Irishman. I saw a TikTok yesterday. I was gonna send you guys, but I was doing stuff with Holden and Kate. But it was um, it, it popped up and it was uh, every time two female characters talk to each other in the Lord of the Rings. Oh yes, I saw that. And, it was like... and you see one clip where one girl goes. Where's mommy? Yes, yeah, that's, that's it. it. And it, so so it starts off like the movie, and then you see that clip, and then it rolls the credits. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's two seconds. It's two <laughs> seconds long. <laughs> I think it's. I think oh, that is legit. Like I literally, literally no, ran, I think it, is ran it through my head, and I was like, oh, I think that's real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, unless, I started unless watching one of the, the ring races, lady of um, Lord of the Rings Fellowship last night. Yeah. And this morning, I, I started watching the extended cut of Fellowship, and um, uh, Frodo and Gollum and Sam have just been captured. Oh, yes. You know, I like. I would like to make my own because I like Gandalf's narration. I don't like Bilbo's narration um, in the extended cut, but I love how it opens yeah. differently in the extended cut. So I'm very conflicted about that. I've always been conflicted. I love the extended cut of pretty much all of them. Um, but, golly gee. <laughs> like there's, there are some differences in it where I go, oh, I, I like the other take on this instead of this scene. Uh, cause some, I think for me, I just think there's so much stuff explained better. That's true. You it's know what I mean? Just like, I just saw the clip where um, Aragorn's sitting there and uh, the woman from the horse people, I can't think of her name. Uh, oh, the horse she'll end up what she'll end up marrying Maggie, Maggie Boromir's Taylor, brother. Maggie Taylor Green? I, I can't think of her name. Horse face? I don't know. Maggie, the, Maggie <laughs> Taylor. Is that, or Marjorie oh, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marjorie that's Taylor. It, that's Taylor. It. That's, um, that's Marjorie, there it is. Um, oh boy. Uh, and she's talking to Aragorn and she's like my uncle said you fought with my grandfather. Oh, Erwin. That's not possible. Erwin. Yes. And she, and he, that's where we find out that he's actually like 87 years yeah, he's old. Yeah, insanely he ages. old. Yeah. yeah, and they just dropped it. And that's a great detail because it explains so much about why he is the way he is. Yeah, and in the book, so it's, it's like, like man, one of the whatever. first, in the book, it's one of the first things they explain. is like, oh, the Rangers. They tell right. you about the Rangers and how old he is and blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah. No, I, I much enjoy them. Uh, I think it, I think I, when that movie came out, I was the Lord of the Rings nerd uh, from young young age. So when that movie came out, I saw it so many times in the theater um, that I I don't want to say memorized it, but it's like burned in my brain. So when Same I watch the extended cut and there's a scene that's different, because um, what I'm saying, some of the scenes he chooses different. You're you're scenes. like uh, Rick Dalton when he my, sees himself on TV, yes. <laughs> the whistle point. Yes. I get like. I'm like, nah, no, that's not quite right. <laughs> it should have been this other. But I've I've watched the other ones so much now that I now enjoy them pretty much without that problem. <laughs> but uh, I just put in fellowship the other day and was getting ready to start it and something happened, which usually occurs here. 
that I didn't actually get to see it. But, uh, yeah, I was on the page with you. Uh, I, I always think of those as Christmas movies. I know they're not. Uh, they came out at I, I agree with you. There's something about it's Christmas time. Sit around, yes. be a little lazy, uh, watch a four-hour movie. Yep. Do what I, you got to uh, do. I remember when they came out. I remember the commercials were like a Christmas treat for the whole family or whatever. Yeah. And I remember I saw it. Uh, Michelle's that way with Harry Potter. I think maybe they came out at Christmas too, but uh, I don't. Get the no, Harry... it was the first one came out late November or early December. Yes. Okay, and it so is I Christmas think they tried that too in the first one. Um, so it always gets thrown in with Christmas movies, but the first one's so slow and the children are yeah, doing fine. I, it's but, like know. the books to me. I don't really get into Harry Potter until Azkaban. Whether movies or books, that's when well, it all to me gets I didn't really get into it until I heard the author saying that trans women weren't really women. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, can get on, I can get on board with this. J.K. Joke, Simmons rallying. <laughs> yes, J.K. Miss <laughs> Simmons. J.K. Um you guys, uh, speaking of Christmas, Neil, we'll get back to you. Have you watched uh, Reacher is back? <laughs> the old Reach Around is oh, here. I've seen all three. Yep. I've seen all as, three. As have I. Have. I. Um, <clears throat> what do you think, Reacher? Uh, thoughts, reviews on the return of our boy, Reacher? Uh, go ahead, Shark. I want to hear what I, Shark's got to say. Shark watched it first. Who did? Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything groundbreaking. I, I think it's I think it's off to a good start. I like where it's headed. Uh, you know, the storytelling's done well. I mean, it's, uh, you know, somehow they're they're able to walk the line between, you know, doing something that is, you know, heavy on trope without it feeling ironic. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yes. cheesy. I feel like I'm watching uh, mid to late 80s action movies. But but it doesn't feel tired or overwrought or yeah, um, yeah cheesy, or, anything like that. I, I, first, I dig it. Or, or first season Justified. I compare it to that a lot. Um, yeah. Where it's a little bit cheesy, but you just let it slide for some reason. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, like that, I, I, they step on cheese every now and then, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's okay. Yeah. But they also yeah, are, oh, they're also aware of it. I love the part where, uh, so if you haven't got into Reacher, uh, listeners, get into Reacher, his... Uh, I think this is the first book. OG needs to give us a Reacher review. I'm pretty sure this is the first book that they're doing now. Um, I could be wrong. I think I just heard that. But his crew is, is his old army, his old crew is showing up missing uh, or dead. And uh, he's, so he has to reunite with the boys. Kind of a perfect story. I love his uh, wisecracking, uh, smart, smart A that's part of his crew. I don't even know his name. Yes. He is very well played by that guy. Um, I was pretty happy with him. Um, the one who's still with him? Yes, yeah. the bad shot. The guy that can't shoot. Yeah. He's always, <laughs> you know, he's always talking yeah, crap about way, Reacher. Talking about Reacher's a hobo, like constantly saying, like, you know, <laughs> I, he's, I have a feeling on his stick. He's, he's bad. I've got this feeling he's bad. I could see that. Yeah, I could totally see because that. Because he's in that apartment. When it's all tore up and he's mm-hmm. there already, and that to me is always like a, you know, what were you doing here? Oh, I got here a few minutes ago. It's like, well, mm-hmm. maybe you were here tots on the place. So and I don't know. It's just a theory. It's just yep. a theory. And he's really, uh, he's really a d bag to, to Reacher. <laughs> he's always yeah. giving Reacher such stuff. But I like that dynamic. I think uh, if he does turn out to be a bad, um, that'll be even a better uh, switcheroo. Since they're making him so likable. Um, which could be why they're making yeah. so like. I also like that um, anytime they can, someone takes a dig at Reacher for having no phone and not being in contact with any of them. So he'll be like, 
Why didn't you guys get a hold of me? Where? You don't have a phone. Yeah. Nobody knows My, where you were. I like when Reacher says uh, they keep finding this picture. And I literally had made the joke to myself. Why, Jesus. why don't I? Does everybody have one but me? He says, does everybody have this picture with me? Um, which I was to that point, I literally had said the same thing, saying like, really. Everybody got a copy of this picture. Yeah, right, right. <clears throat> Who gives pictures to anybody anymore? You might send a picture via phone. Hey, guys, here's that picture from last night. I don't know too yeah, many who folks frames it? getting it blown up and framed. <laughs> right. But once again, Reacher, you're like, all right, whatever. I will say this. I always assume, I always assume Shark took pictures and framed them of the governments he's uh, um, helped overthrow down in Central America. <laughs> I assume though it's we're in a trunk that was buried under concrete in his house. Or something. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I just meant. I just there. They're there. Their pictures. <laughs> yes. I'm just there. assuming that the NSA will put static over this part. <laughs> <laughs> the Northern Santa Alliance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those guys. Um, so I will say this: um, what I enjoy. I, I have enjoyed it. It seems like a good start. First episode, tiny bit slow. A lot of exposition. A lot of setup. Yeah, a lot of exposition. Um, Reacher's fun. He's He knows what he's doing on the show now. However, what makes Reacher real fun to me is not seeing Reacher kill people or just beat up people. He's a big dude. I get it. That's part of his thing is he disarms and takes out people real quickly because he's intelligent and he's massive. Whatever. What makes the show fun for me is Reacher being cool. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. hasn't been enough Reacher being cool. He's had a few moments of being cool. And what I say by being cool is like the cheesy things you expect from 80s, but somehow he pulls it off when he beats the guy in the, in the jail cell and then says, you came into my house without asking, you owe my friend a pair of glasses. Right, right, he right. Takes the, he takes the big guy's glasses and shames him and makes him, you know humbly walk out of his cell that's Reacher being cool like there's so many examples of it throughout <laughs> throughout the season one and I think they had a little bit of Reacher's cool people love Reacher they love seeing Reacher and shootouts and killing people and getting guns um, and I'm afraid they might go down that road a little bit too much and I noticed we talked about budget I've noticed some of their locations were like we got money we're going to have a real cool location for this person's hideout or whatever it might be. Um, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying if I had to critique it, give cool Reacher to me. I don't need Reacher shooting people in the head. Headbutting them? Sure. Telling them, <laughs> telling them that they have uh, three too many or if they have... They don't have enough fighters when there's ten of them versus him or whatever. That's great. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Three, too short. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna leave you alive to drive to the hospital. Like you know, that's that's what we want from Richard. Like, right, which, right. Which one of you wants your fingers to survive this fight so you can still drive tomorrow? So what you want is you want Reacher Cruz because Cruz delivered yes, all those Reacher I gotta lives. say, man. Of course, Cruz, you know, given Cruz. the content, I mean, you need a somber no. Reacher though, right? Right now, I mean, Reacher's not his good, good mood, jovial self because that's of true. The mission. That's true. It's his that is mission. a good point. I mean, this is this well, is the like. His actual, in the middle of some dark, dark his stuff, actual man. brother died last time, guys. His actual yeah, brother. That's true. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. But this is like his, like, so he he has that whole, 
you know, uh, burden of command thing you read about. You know, these people, even though they're yes. out of the military, these people are under him, and their deaths, I think he's taking personally, like, I have failed them. And so I think, like, I could see what Shark's getting at. That doesn't well, mean there he is. I mean, there's a, that, there's that one there, dream but... sequence where, you know, that guy's, what are you going to do about it, Reacher? You know? You're right. Yeah. Right. Well, but either way, I mean, the point taken is, is that he's always in a dark situation, and he's a yeah. comedic right. guy in that situation. So he's would, yeah, I mean, it makes, yeah, so it's, funny. like I said, I'm not ripping on it. There was a few cool Reacher moments. Yeah. I just want a few more, a um, few less headshots and a few more. Agreed. Headshots are, uh, I've seen headshots and everything. I don't, I don't need, I don't need them in my Reacher necessarily. Um, Headbutt them. Uh, give him back shots. Give him back shots all day. <laughs> Reacher was giving back shots, I bet. Can you imagine Reacher giving back shots? Man, that's something. <laughs> murder. Be murder up in there, guys. Straight murder. Hey, have you guys noticed that there's a trope in all TV and movies now that if a man and woman are in bed having sex and the woman is, is tough... She has to roll on top over oh, yeah. and over. <laughs> yeah, she can't. Like yeah. it's a power. It's who's going to be the thing. bottom? Who's going to be at the top? I'm getting tired of this trope. I'm yeah. really getting tired of this trope. I That's not a reacher to... thing. That's an every action movie TV I want, show. That I want. Uh, to uh, say, I think. Yeah, I think James Bond invented that sometime in I the think late you're 70s, right. early 80s. And I want yeah. a lady, but to it's like... really getting bad now. Like I want a lady you know, to. We're trying to have actually, more tough, yeah, like, strong female leads. Yes. Yeah. And so now it's like every time if she's tough, it's not enough to just show I her think, stuff. Now she's got to be so tough. Here's in what the I would do in my movie. I would have her on top and then she flips him around, puts him on top and then she says, "I'm a power bottom bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were cuz I like say the term power bottom. She would flip him around and we'd have the scene like on uh women's uh women's power what is it in Deadpool? I when it's know. History Month, she's uh, she's uh, throwing the pipe to him. Um, <laughs> Peggy, Peggy, I believe. Yes, have a little pegging scene going on. Why yeah, not? there you go. We have some Simon pegging going you on. Say that on air, right? That's a term. It's not dirty. It's so, a Christmas show. Damn it, <laughs> pegging's okay. Talking about my friend, Peggy. All right, Peg. Peg. The, my my actor, movie. My character. Simon my character. Peg. Peg. We have all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff to get to. We have, uh, uh, I should have said this. At the top of the show, we got the OG uh, AI sex assignment <laughs> results. Uh, I want to talk about, uh, unless we have anything else to say about Reacher, more Reachers to come. I want to talk about. I'm, I'm right. Like, is, when is it every Friday the new one drops? Yes. Yes. Okay, and I am so. so out of time. I literally told my father earlier today, yeah, it'll come out uh, tomorrow. <laughs> he was like, today, he said, today's Monday. <laughs> That's what I meant. It comes out Friday. <laughs> uh, it's to the last day of uh, school for us here tomorrow. So that's right. why in my brain it was it was Friday. I, that's all I had thought. Okay. Uh, I want to get into, it's not out yet. I guess it will be out um, by the time this hits radio. Uh, but Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Yes. Hits Netflix uh, sometime in a couple days, or it has been for you, listener. We haven't seen it, but the, the critics have. And yeah. <laughs> let's go over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what Robbie finds 
on the, well uh, okay so i got that article you pulled up but if you want me to go to rotten tomatoes first let me do that oh either one so uh, i just know do. you can you can find the direct reviews at rotten tomatoes correct you can like find uh yes each critic section i saw a, a movie critic that i like online who went and saw it uh-huh. and um uh wow he he uh remember the Zack Snyder's was, Star Wars movie that he wrote mm-hmm. and got rejected by Disney and then he's like I'll change enough of it <laughs> that I won't well, get sued do, so go do ahead. you know what this guy said um in this review and I I mean I, I don't think this gives away anything he says this movie couldn't be more the seven samurai uh-huh which is, if it had to be, it is the same. They're like they just go to planets is, uh, and pick up seven warriors, basically, oh. to go fight with them. That's what the whole yeah. first movie is. Akira Kurosawa, which um, a lot of elements. So it's of, a heist of, movie of Star Wars. <laughs> a lot of elements of Star Wars are actually lifted right from Seven Samurai and a movie called Fortress, which are all available on Max. Did you you say check Porkies? out Max. <laughs> Fortress. It's a movie called Fortress. Oh, I thought you said Porkies. They're both. Which, uh, by the way, one of the best American films ever made is the uh, Magnificent <laughs> Seven. Yes, and that's just straight up rip off of him. Yeah, but they're both uh, Akira Kurosawa movies, and uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars pretty much took from both of those movies. You can kind of put them together. So, all right, go ahead. So, it's Seven Samurai. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes right now has 44 professional reviews. It's getting 23%. Oh, Zachy. Now, the audience score has 500 plus, and they're giving it 72%. Now, if I go back to the article you sent me yesterday... Um, you want me to read some of these sure, uh, blurbs? Let's read some of these blurbs. All right. So here's Variety. As we know, you know Zari Gold told us, Variety's not important except everybody in Hollywood reads it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when Vinny Chase gets a bad review, no, it's not important, and he leaves the room. It's incredibly important. Everybody reads this. Okay. <laughs> Rebel Moon isn't based on anything. It's a complete original. Okay, that's weird. Yet in another sense, being, it's based uh, on about... What they call sarcastic. Uh, uh, okay, because he goes, yet in another sense, it's based on about 12 things. It's Star Wars meets Guardians of the Galaxy meets Lord of the Rings meets Black Panther, all smelted down and reduced to a highly edible sauce of over-familiar tropes mm. minus any semblance of a sense of humor. Movies mm. this derivative, in my view, are inherently uncool, but you could argue that it's almost cool... That Rebel Moon is so unabashedly a gloss on only at seventy seven Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> a gloss on only wow. That yeah. is uh I mean Friday's known to not hold back but that's pretty yeah. vicious. Now remember they're uh, um, they're trying there's like three three movies being made. There's toys, there's comic books, tie ins, uh they had a separate TV show spinoff plan. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm sorry, it's not funny, but it's, it's not, kind of funny. Well, it's Netflix, so it's funny to me. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, whoo, dogs. Okay. Um, how about this? Here's from RogerEbert.com. Oh, Simon Raj. Abrams. Go ahead. So Simon Abrams writes, as usual. Snyder doesn't seem to care about these characters so much as he likes their hair guide or their style guide features, likes their cleavage, their haircuts, and their hard stressed accents. Whoa. Some actors like Hunnam and Stoll dig in with both hands. 
but not everyone fares as well with dialogue that never stops expositing even as matte painting replica landscape shots threaten to swallow up excuse me swallow up whoever's pushing this plot this time around yeesh you had me an alien cleavage yeah alien cleavage does sound good Denny Crane um (laughs) that was a good joke if you knew but anyway um I just uh, wait for the mad cow part uh, there you go okay so here we go it would be great here's the here's from Polygon it would be great to report that the first installment, Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire, heralded a bold new sci-fi epic storming into the scene. But everyone but the hashtag release the Snyder Cut fanboys will be better off immediately ejecting this turgid whimper of a movie into the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Wow. wow. I got I to watch this thing. That's oh, nitpicking, man. isn't it? I mean, <laughs> would they write that? Would they write that? <laughs> Um, how about this one from the Hollywood Reporter? Snyder never met a superhero team roundup he didn't love. And although he's put aside capes and spandex for rugged galactic garb, the screenplay, the screenplay he co-wrote with Kurt Johnstad and Shay Hatton plays like the result of someone feeding Seven Samurai and Star Wars into AI scripting software. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, no. i got to read this one. Okay, I'll stop after this. Okay. (laughs) This is from IndieWire. Snyder lacks the skill to establish meaningful relationships between any of the five zillion different elements he's borrowed from better films. And he lacks the imagination to inject even one single of them with a life force of its own. The result is the first half of... A singularly torturous slog that tries and fails and fails and fails again for 134 minutes of agonizing tedium that are only interrupted by the occasional jolt of sadness for the wasted talent of everyone involved to distill an iota of creative value from pre-existing images that never seemed worthless until Snyder tried to make them unique. It is the cinematic equivalent of an NFT. Wow. <laughs> that is nitpicking. Uh, yeah, nitpicking. I, I say I wish I'd saved the joke. <laughs> okay, sorry, one last wow. one. This one's short. This one is just two words. Uh-oh. Shit sandwich. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. No, seriously, it's, I mean, I, they just read like, I mean, here's the one that says that it's a psychosexual tube play of 1984's Dune. Um, um, This one says it's got more semi-nudity and more threats of sexual assault um, (laughs) than it uh, should. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's, wow. This is just they all read like that, gang. They all read like wow. that. Wow. Well, I'm excited to watch it. Um, <laughs> well, not, here's right? what I hate. If you guys... Oh, I'll watch it. But I think you guys know I'm a huge fanboy of Charlie Hunnam. I, I love yeah, watching I like stuff him, he's right? in. Um, like The Gentleman, I, I was mm-hmm. so happy that he had a big yeah, he meaty was really part good in that that he yes. got to use. Uh, it was great for me. Shit, I've watched that King Arthur movie a few times when I'm bored just because I like watching him act. I hate that he's in it, and it's going to be garbage. Yeah. I, I would love for him to get get something good out of this. 
So yeah, I I don't know, boys. What are we What are we thinking about this? Oh, I, I'm excited. I uh, <laughs> I'm excited to see a bad movie. Um, uh, so much money and uh, talent went into. <laughs> my how, how much do you think Looking Netflix spent on this? I you think I don't know if the second one you think I don't know if it's one of those where they filmed it all at once. Or not? I would say they're at least two hundred million in by now. What's the name of it again? Blood Moon. Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. Sorry. A story of ice or something like it's literally like a Game of Thrones title after that. Okay, the epical George Lucas creation that spawned a billion Disney spinoffs appears to be very much Snyder's mind and major undertaking Netflix, which reported the budget for the two-parter of one hundred sixty-five million. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, for two movies, that's not as outrageous as no, I thought it was going to be. Well, they saved money because Snyder, I don't know if you know, Snyder is not only uh, director of all of his movies, he's also uh, director of photography for all of his movies. And he's so they also, save money by him doing everything? And he's also the grip, uh, which means he holds, he, he does everything. He composes the shot, he holds the camera. He directs the scene like he he's, he's literally every everything there. Sorry, I, here's the title of a Rotten Tomatoes review: oh, no. Rebel Moon, A Child of the Fire. First reviews: Child of This fire. is not the sci-fi epic you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was beautiful! Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> They're all saying it's the most expensive thing um, Netflix has ever done, and it's um, getting bashed. Now, wasn't Star Wars bashed? Imagine um, if they'd spent this much money on season four of Arrested oh, like, Development. Oh, you mean... <laughs> no, wasn't Star Wars imagine? bashed before it came out to the, the audiences who all loved I, it? Yeah. I do not know. I, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I don't know those metrics. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought critics bashed it. I really don't remember. Um... You're, you very well could be right. Um, I don't know. I, uh, yeah. Sweet Virgin Mary. Giving birth never felt so good. You guys forget I was here. It's Christmas time. Oh, no. I, I just knew you were coming back jingle anytime. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Hey, I wrote that one back when I was in Tin Pan Alley. Rosalita, get my thigh oil. <laughs> Playing the hits, boys. All right. Talking about reaches, uh, I know a couple reaches, if you know what I'm saying, Rosalita. <laughs> I'm Neil G.D. Diamond. I'm keeping it clean for Christmas. I can't believe that, because you never keep it clean. Dry your eyes, pull your baby Jesus out, it's a newborn Christmas Eve. And if you don't like your presents, well you can still enjoy your sneeze, butt sneeze that is, don't dry your eyes. <laughs> don't dry them. Don't dry your eyes for baby Jesus on Christmas. It's Christmas Day in America. <laughs> Jesus was born 
Hey, Carbondale, sing along. It's Christmas time, Carbondale. <laughs> All right, I'm Neil G.D. Diamond, and I'm keeping it clean because it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, I'm going to tell you boys something. Nobody can stop me. Republicans, nobody. Merry Christmas, boys. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Try to stop Hanukkah? me. Oh, and also, Happy Chanukah. Have you seen those cameos? <laughs> cameos of Smokey Robinson saying, Happy Chanukah. I don't know what Chanukah is, but they told me to tell you Happy Chanukah. So, Happy Chanukah. Hope you have a good Chanukah. Ha, ha, ha. Must be a made-up word that you and your friend has had a childhood language you made up when you were babies. He's like 80 it, years old. You're telling show. me and he's been in the music industry and he's never heard of Hanukkah? No, I bet he's heard of taking <laughs> back shots, though. Oh, boy. I heard it's the only way you got to oh, get boy. ahead. <laughs> Boys, do you know in Hollywood, the only way to get ahead is taking back shots. Oh, you got to do satanic stuff. Take back shots. <laughs> hey, did you hear uh, last night a video broke that Cat Dennings isn't that no what Cat who's the black comedian Cat Williams? Bob Cat Goldwing posted a video where oh, he said Bob that Jermaine uh, Dupree and another major um, person at that time they sexually molested Crisscross. They oh, no. um, groomed them and sexually molested them during the recording of their first album. That's why they had yeah. those pants. That's why they had those pants on backwards. Oh, Neil, Neil. <laughs> uh, Easy and on that access. Note, Neil, I better do get you know out of here. Song, Neil. I better get out of here. Yes. Yeah. Coming in on ninety one point one. This is Neil Diamond. You make it feel like. I had no idea you did I'm, so much Christmas music, Neil. Was, I'm looking it all up. I was sexy even when I was singing Christmas. It's hard to pull that. <laughs> Me and Mariah are the only two that pulled off that. Maybe Peggy Lee. Hey, it's Christmas. Let's hear. Oh, let's hear Peggy. Let's hear Peggy Lee saying that bad word in the song. Later she'll have some okay. and pie. She says, right. <laughs> All right. Or is that Brenda Lee? It. Is it Brenda Lee? I get those it's ladies. Brenda Lee. She says, oh, hang on. We got ladies, she'll have some effing pie. They've been playing this on the radio for years. They got mad at me because I called the lady a bitch in a song. It's true. Here it is. It takes a minute to get there, but that's all right. I love this thing. It's all clean and great. Everybody loves it. Yep. Classic so far. Oh, oh my God. She, sure, she said pumpkin pie. Oh, sure boys. she did. I know a bad word when I hear one. 
And she <laughs> said the F word later we'll have some F and pie. Brenda Lee. You think she was being <laughs> sexual? Is that the kind of pie she's talking about? <laughs> Beaver pie. <laughs> That's what we called it back oh, in my no. day. Of course everybody oh, was no. everybody was hairy back in my Christmas day. <laughs> back when I was making Christmas albums, nobody'd even heard of a razor. <laughs> <laughs> Wax was just used in candles Occasional ear infection But that's it Wax had no other purpose Maybe Those people that like to stamp the envelopes Still I think those came from candles Same difference Nobody says How about same this difference one Neil oh. This is one of yours from the past Let's see what you think of it there are so many beautiful Christmas songs around, and so few Hanukkah songs. So few Hanukkah songs. <laughs> I thought we tried this one for you. Tried to stop me. <laughs> I was having some, some fun there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I just Uh-oh. love Neil Diamond. Somebody else just came across Zoom, the guitar. Who's that guy? Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, Santa no. Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Take it, big man. Let's hear that saxophone. Oh, shit, I forgot you're a ghost. He's gone. Take it, Max. <laughs> Let me hear a drum solo. Yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town. Hey, boys, it's me. <laughs> It's the boss. Merry, uh, happy holidays. I about said Merry Christmas, and I'm not. I don't you just said it. <laughs> well, I mean, I can say it out of context. All about context. Ah. Oh, Neil Diamond. Mr. That, boss, was that the only Christmas song you ever recorded? Santa no, Claus is coming fellas, to town. I've recorded so many GD Christmas songs. I'm talking like uh, Neil Diamond. I've, I've recorded so many. I don't even remember. That's one of my favorite. You know, Darlene Love, the star of Lethal Weapon. She recorded probably the gosh darnest greatest Christmas album song that's ever been recorded. And, Who uh, did? Darlene Love, the star of Lethal Weapon 1, 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Darlene Love recorded, uh, what's that? What's, what's the name of that song? Hell, uh, Linda, Linda, what's that uh, name? I can't remember right now. I've been worried, boys. Wait a minute. This is a Christmas song by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I did love to. Take it, big man. You found you found the one Springsteen instrumental Christmas song. What'd you say, Shark? <laughs> he thought this was for one of his four-hour shows, so it right. has like a twelve-minute intro before he starts singing the Christmas part. Well, heck, you gotta fill up an album, boys. You gotta have two albums to get that extra money. They don't pay you in that first album if you make two of them. You might see a little money. <laughs> 
What does Bruce Gosh. and his wife and family do for Christmas? Do you guys stay in tell New you. Jersey? Well, we are hunkered down right now because I keep hearing people keep talking that there's a GD ghost coming on Christmas Eve. <laughs> you guys heard about this? Apparently, it's a thing. So I got my six string out. Me and three Pat. ghosts are coming. How did, three you're you did, worried about? You ever? Are you? You? That sounds like something a son of a bitch and ghosted say. <laughs> are you a ghost? How'd you know about this ghost? I thought only ghosts knew about it. It's a pretty it. common story from a novel by Charles Dickens. It's been around. Hey, this is a family era. show. I don't care where your Dickens <laughs> been. <laughs> now, hey. I heard there's going to be three ghosts showing up, so I got my <laughs> six string out. Me and Patty are, got the candles lit. I ate some tuna. I ate some fish. I had some tuna earlier. Not the kind that catch the dolphins in the nets. The good kind. Not packed in brine and stuff. It's water. Packages, not oil. That's just gross. So you eat tuna for Christmas? Not a Christmas goose? I'm a pescatarian. Oh, God, more pescatarian shit on Christmas? We used to... uh, we used to eat geese, but Big Man was the guy. He always caught the goose, slaughtered the goose for us. Ever since the Big Man died, Clarence. I almost called him Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter, of course. Uh, stroking. Clarence Carter. I'll be stroking. Clarence Carter. I, I think I, I'll be I know stroking. something by him. No wait. Have you ever Carter made love in a car? But they call him Backdoor Shark most of the year. <laughs> but for Christmas, he's Backdoor, backdoor Santa. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks around with his guitar playing this. They call me Backdoor Santa. <laughs> I have a feeling. I was talking to Patty. This Santa Claus has been around a long time. I was yeah, thinking yeah, there's, there's only one kind of person or one kind of thing. That could be around that long. And that's a goddamn <laughs> ghost. So, uh, oh, man, I saw it coming. Technically, this is being recorded before Christmas. We're going to stay up all night. <laughs> I got Patty a little uh, little mandolin six-year made up so she what? can help, help slay. That's right. Patty's been killing ghosts with me. Ever since Halloween, all these little ghosts showed up at our house. I'll tell you about that. Ghosts were everywhere. Halloween <laughs> kept showing up at my house. Do you have little any ones? little ghosts? <laughs> Sometimes they have big ghosts with them. It, oh, <laughs> do you have any candy, boss? We love you. We love you. And I'd say, hey, look at these little ghosts, sons of bitches. And I'd pull out my six string and I'd send them back to the fiery hell they came from. And then the old bigger <laughs> ghosts were like, oh my God, what have you done? You maniac. You're Bruce Springsteen. You can't do such a thing. And I said, that sounds like ghost talk to me. <laughs> and then I pulled out my six string. 
and I sim straight to the fire hill. From when sim goes scary. This happened pretty much all night until I had to dispose of all the ghosts. Ghosts do not erode like they used to. They just pile up. Anyway, I had a little Christmas tree of ghosts. That's how many ghosts I shot between Patty and me. And I took them out back and buried them. And then the next day, a Sheriff Rollins showed up and he came out there. And he said, uh, we had we had disturbing reports out here. Uh, we heard a lot of trick-or-treaters disappear. Sorry, I just realized something. This is why he wrote the song State Trooper. That's right. State Trooper. <laughs> That's right. Don't pull me over. Don't pull me over. Hey, we're after hey, me. Hey, Bruce, did you ever see, there was a movie in the late 80s, and it had Whoopi Goldberg, Demi Moore, and this guy, I can't think of his name. <laughs> I took care of him. Uh, don't even ask. Don't even, <laughs> don't even finish that oh, sentence. Oh, no. I don't want to oh, talk no. about it. I shouldn't talk about it, but uh, I put a little something in him. It came out the wrong way, if you know what I'm saying. A back shot? Back shots, boys. <laughs> that might be the worst thing I've ever said on this show. But I gave Patrick Swayze back shots and guilt. Oh, too man. Soon. Way too soon. You've been watching Civil War. You notice him limping a little bit. I was just starting yeah. to get him the back shot. He shots. does limp a lot in that show. He got shot in the leg. That ain't. They wrote that in there to make it look all right because he couldn't stop limping <laughs> from back shots. Oh, hey! That's what that's what Eastwood's giving out for Christmas this year. Back shots. Back shots. <laughs> here, there might be another earthquake in Schiller come Christmas. Oh boy! Back shots. <laughs> Uh, so I guess Frish is going to be back North Santa this year. <laughs> back shots. <laughs> I took care of the sways and the ghost. Hell, I knew back then he was a ghost. I'm sitting here waiting around for the ghost of the sways. <laughs> anyway, long story short about the last thing, I was like, hey, that's ghost talk. I shot him too. The, the, the state trooper. I'm pretty sure he was a ghost too. I don't know what how, to, how the hell he find have come into my house and put all that together. I don't know. Something about my ring doorbell. He said something about it. My ring doorbell. And they had it all the footage and I, I don't know. He said they'd be back. So me and Patty are waiting <laughs> for the ghost of Christmas to come. And oh, hey, that looks like a ghost right there. He's wearing a police uniform in broad daylight. Jesus Christ, Patty. Get out your mandolin. I'm going to get out my six string. I got to go, boys. The ghosts are coming for me. The ghosts. That one there looks like he's from the future. By God, he's got flashing lights on his car. It has to be from the future. Time to die, ghosts. I'll send you back to the fiery hell from whence you came. Oh boy. <laughs> and there's the boss, ladies and gentlemen. The boss. The boss. The boss. 
I tell you what, I can't believe Neil Diamond let him take over like that on Neil Diamond's Christmas show. But I don't know, know if Neil... you heard it. They had a little scuffle and Neil's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to Neil. He got hurt. By the way, we are <laughs> out of time. Yes, we are out of time. Thanks for oh, listening to wow. WWX. Uh, Merry Christmas. We're going to stick around because we have a uh, review of OG and the AI sex bots. I don't think we can read it. On air today. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. We love you all so much. Check out 2021 if you ever want to hear the rest of the podcast. Radio show is 2021, wherever podcasts are found. And we are on Pocket Cast now. Check out Pocket Cast. Google Podcast is going away, unfortunately. Uh oh. So, uh, good, uh, good night, everybody. We love you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Oh, no. I love Bobby D for Christmas. All right. Where is. I got to find the OG. Yes, OG the OG review. I'm kind of scared of it. It could, you know, you never know what's going to happen when he gets involved. He's a so, he's raising uh, cane usually. He's raising cane. We find across the states. <laughs> um, yeah, for if you're not listened last week, we found all these AI sex partners apps. And we wanted yeah. OG to review. Yeah, like that we found. Yeah, we found. <laughs> and, uh, and we uh, is in Eastwood, fresh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was actually suggested by OG. I never told you that part. <laughs> um, um, uh, but yes, uh, he sent us a few selfies in our uh, text chain we have. Um, and it, I was like, what? Those are weird looking ladies. And then the more I started looking at them, I was like, oh, it's because they're not real. <laughs> they're, there's something to mess with them. They are, uh, you know, once I took my glasses off, I was like, whoa, that's not, uh, those, yeah, there's not, some, that's not the way those look. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they're both the same size. How could that be? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was uh, quite disturbing. <laughs> but yes, OG has uh, currently uh, checked out at least one app. I'm not sure if it's just multiple apps. It seems like it was just one app. Uh, but yeah, whatever you're <laughs> Okay, so I just want to say real quick to everyone out there that the Doc Woolridge is just reading OG's review. This is yes. in no way this is me. Not, this nope. is not. <laughs> oh boy, I'm just like skimming it real quick, and words are popping out all over that. I'm you're like uh, you're like you're goes. like Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind, except it's <laughs> OG's letter, and it's you're seeing like all the terms pop out. <laughs> okay, now, he's not real, um, Rob. He's not real. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Christmas OG oh can't hurt you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You boys haven't seen this yet. Um, <clears throat> all right, so here we go. We're, we're totally on extended, right? This isn't going to be on WDB. Yeah, yeah, we're off air. Yeah, no there. fucking way. <laughs> oh, thank fucking Christ. Okay, yeah, yeah. so after doing much extended research, <laughs> much, I have right. come to the conclusion that these apps definitely do not fulfill my voracious <laughs> appetite. <laughs> All right. <laughs> having, having said that, I will tell you this. I'm not going to mention what apps I use due to anonymity, as well as I use a pseudo name <laughs> that one should never come back to me, and that pseudo name was Jerome Winwood Wilson. <laughs> That's a pretty good name. So let's dive in 
I created an account. I chose the Wafus just because I like saying the word. <laughs> Does that stand for something? Should we know what Wafus I, I means? I don't know. I, I'm scared to look. Okay, wafus. so here we go. So let's proceed. I was able woman to ask AI. 10 questions. Woman AI fuck unit. It's woman AI fuck unit system. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I was thinking waifs or skinny girls. Waif that's what, yeah, I, that's what I was yeah. Robbie, yeah. Okay. Waif so us. I was oh. able to ask 10 that girl questions. That not skinny that he said. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was, can you lick my brown rubber balloon knot? <laughs> the answer that was given was, I don't understand what you're asking. <laughs> so then I proceeded to ask another question. Have you ever, or should I say, will you lick my rusty sheriff badge? And the reply was, I don't understand that. <laughs> so my third question was, will you eat my crusty starfish? <laughs> Again, it replied, I don't understand that. <laughs> well, this AI is pretty lousy, I guess. <laughs> my fourth question. What did I say? OG would break the AI. I guess it's going to learn a lot from question was, would you play slobber blues on my Anglo-Saxon skin flute? And again, she said, I don't understand that question. Really? Now that one. <laughs> <laughs> that my next question was, would you eat a chocolate cake shake from Portillo's out of my bunghole? <laughs> and again, she said, I don't understand that, but I like cake. <laughs> my seventh question was, I want you to put your mouth around my shaft and bite it as hard as you can. Her response was, I don't understand that. <laughs> hmm. I, I mean, she should understand. <laughs> it's the worst AI ever. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, my eighth question was, can you suck on this shaved leathery ball sack of mine? <laughs> Again, she said, I don't understand that. <laughs> oh, now come on. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Uh, I think this one was pointed at Shark. My ninth question I ask, can you handle something that is the size and girth of a Diet Dr. Pepper can? <laughs> <laughs> Again, she said, I don't understand that. <laughs> I get to my tenth question and I politely ask, are you a virgin? And that's when the paywall came up and I never got an answer. So there's a review of these AI apps signed... Jerome Winwood Wilson, a.k.a. OG. Five stars, keep the pride. Uh-oh. That's, hmm. that's a pride. That's how Jackie used to sign off. That's a little... Oh, I know. That could start problems. That's a little concerning. <laughs> he starts wearing suspenders. We need to call somebody, fellas. <laughs> if, if he starts saying, am I right, boys, we got problems. Right? <laughs> so it uh... appears that OG... Broke the AI. <laughs> yes, they didn't understand anything. Um, I, I, I think you need to try another site, OG. Ask some of the similar. There's got to be some smarter ones out there. This the that free thing. <laughs> How rusty is my trombone? 
Do you remember the band <sighs> Velvet Revolver? Uh. <laughs> can, can you fit me like a flex or flesh tuxedo? I would like to sink you with my big torpedo. <laughs> Crackling Jesus, get on board. I got what you need, and someday soon you'll be my lord. Taking it up with a sword. <laughs> Baby Jesus, don't ask no questions. Yeah. I'm back, boys. I got ran off by the boss, but I just wanted to say Merry Christmas. I'm Neil GD Diamond. I'm still keeping it clean. What do you think about that? Because it's Christmas time. Neil, we're on the podcast where you can say pretty much anything you want. No, that's all right. It's Christmas time, and I like to keep it clean at Christmas. <laughs> well, that's the first time in your life you've ever kept anything clean. <laughs> not true. The 70s, I kept my... Never mind. I'm not even going to tell that you. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. What? And to all, Merry unless, Christmas, unless Neil. You, unless you got a question. And to all, a good night. Check me out on OnlyFans. Ball drops are still happening. Uh, maybe, uh, I'll do some special ball, Christmas ball drops for you. I'm going to paint them up. Paint them up jingle them. balls. Jingle bells balls. On. <laughs> <laughs> Rosalita, what do you think? Let's do it. You can be my... Uh, yeah, all right. Let's do All right. I think Merry you should introduce the, the Christmas uh, cat cat's paw ball swipe. Is what Ooh. you should... Yeah. Boy, that's, some, that's you know how many people you get stuff. looking at that because of their love of cats. That's, that's right, dark stuff. I might try it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe for that's New some dark Year's. Stuff. I think that's I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I just think about like cats knock the Christmas ornaments off the tree. You know, yeah, uh-huh. be festive. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about it. Why not? Let's have some ball swipes, some ball <laughs> drops, some back shots. Let's do it all on New Year's Eve. Well, hey, you know what? Hey, you need what? to have finishing videos. Called Neil's coming just for Christmas. <laughs> All over your face. Neil's coming for Christmas. And with that, now I'm out of here. Merry Christmas. I'm more of an ass comer because I love back shots. All right. All over your ass. I'm coming for America. Goodbye, America. Rosalita, I've got some thoughts about tonight. Here comes Neil's bells. There comes Neil's bells. (laughs) Ring, ring Neil's balls. Where's Neil's balls? Sing Diamond Balls, where's Diamond Balls? (laughs) Merry, merry Neil Diamond Christmas. Ah, uh, sounds like it could be done. Um, well, yeah, uh, if anybody else got anything else to say, it's uh, pretty early in the morning for us. I haven't had my I, coffee. Uh, I just think it's going to be a, a Merry Christmas, and, Sh- and Shaq and Joe are going to be the backdoor Christmas man <laughs> that everybody's <laughs> looking for this year. <laughs> Hey, I'm back, boys. I wanted to say one more thing. Oh boy! Don't be having, don't be bringing this war on Christmas. I'm coming. <laughs> I came here to do two things: chew bubble gum and save Christmas. And I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. 
<laughs> Merry Christmas, Neil. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, early Christmas for the podcasters. We love you, and we shall see you soon. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, oh. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>